Hi everyone, welcome to Demo Words Podcast, another interesting episode on all things beauty. Let's dive into the nose and why we're seeing so much interest within the nose. I will be fielding some questions and the first question is, is filler for the nose painful? Well, that shouldn't be the first question. The first question should be, is it safe? So there are a bunch of arteries within the face. And if filler gets into those arteries, it can lead to necrosis or ulceration or problems leaving scars on the surface of the face. It can also lead to blindness. And it leads to blindness because many of these arteries connect to each other. And so, and so we think of arteries as highways, roadways, freeways, streets, avenues. When they're intersect, that filler can go many different places. And if it does go by the ophthalmic artery, which is located behind the eye, you can experience temporary or sometimes permanent blindness within the eye. This case is not very common, but it does happen. Now to ask, is it painful? Well, it's not painful. Pain really depends upon two things, your sensitivity to discomfort or pain and the technique that's being used. Typically, we're going to anesthetize the nose first so you feel almost nothing. That's right, you should feel almost nothing when having the nose done with nose filler. Not the safest procedure with fillers, but it can be done, and in rare cases, it can lead to necrosis or blindness. Next question is, what is the difference between remodeling or reshaping the nose and slimming of the nose? And here we have two things. We have rhino shaping and rhino slimming. When we speak of rhino shaping, we're talking about using fillers to attain a smoother or straighter or less indented nose. Sometimes we can also correct the nose bridge that is right on top of the nose to vanish that nasal hump or bump in the midsection of the nose. And so when a nose is done well, it should be nice, smooth, straight, or curved. And this can be achieved with using fillers. It's a wonderful procedure. Results are instantaneous. Results look great if it's done in good hands. And now about rhino slimming. Rhino slimming is a little different. The procedure uses dermal threads. These are sutures, dermal sutures. And these sutures are used to pull the lateral sides of the nose inward, creating a more uniform, slimmer nose. Sometimes we can make a flat, wide nose into a perky, slim, projected nose. There are, of course, of course, limits to how much of this can occur, but definitely you should see a beautiful change within the nose if you have a wider tip nose. 
over time, even if your nose is not on the wider side, over time your nose will also age. And as your nose age, you start to see a vertical dividing line on the nose tip. It's a crease or an indent on the tip of the nose. And with every year or every couple of years, this crease gets deeper. Also, you may find that the nose isn't always symmetrical left and right. One side may have more of a bump, the other side may not. All of this can be corrected with nasal or rhino reshaping, rhino slimming. The next question we have, I believe this is question three. What type of filler is used in the nose? Well, all fillers are not the same. And so different fillers do different things. When it comes to the nose, there's not a lot of movement in the nose, which means there's not a lot of muscle activity. There's also not a lot of fat. So it's not forgiving. It's not a simple procedure to do. The filler that's used in the nose is a filler more of a high G prime, a stiffer filler, a filler that doesn't migrate, doesn't move around, doesn't insert itself into surrounding tissue. So when we use a stiffer or a high G prime product, we get a much more stable, architectured, designed nose. Now, Continuing from that question is, since you are adding filler, does that make the nose look bigger? The nose will only look bigger if your injector makes the nose bigger. As I have always said, this specialty or subspecialty is an art. It's an art form. If you go to your plastic surgeon and you don't love the outcome, it's not because of the scalpel, it's because of the plastic surgeon. If you go to an injector and you don't like the outcome, it's not because of Botox or fillers, it's because of the injector. So if you don't want a wider nose, you should not leave with a wider nose. And if you do, then there was an error that occurred. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you, but no, you should not have a wider nose if you're using filler. Many times when using filler, it's the way light bounces off of objects. And sometimes using filler to create height also creates a slimmer, narrow nose. What is the downtime for these treatments? Well, if filler is used, downtime should be 24 to 48 hours, some soreness, some swelling, some discomfort, really nothing much. After one week, it should look perfect. There should be no discomfort. There should be no pain. Maybe sometimes someone is a slow healer, and so they may have up to seven to 10 days. Now, when we're using threads, it's different. The procedure is different. And after threads are done, your downtime can go anywhere from three to 15 days, meaning more of the discomfort may be within the first 48 to 72 hours. And after that, the discomfort will decrease every day. It is a wonderful procedure to have threads done in the nose because it keeps the stability, it keeps the shape for a very long time. 
some of the differences between having a nose done with filler and having a nose done with dermal threads is that first, the injector must understand what type of thread is being used and what type of thread is better for the patient. It's not just any thread, just like it's not just any Botox. Different products do different things, even within the botulinum toxin, Botox, Dysport, Javot, and Xeomine arena. Last question is what is the aftercare or the at-home care? Well, typically, I do not like my patients to do anything when they get home. I prefer your only instruction to be sleeping on your back. If you're sleeping on your face or you're sleeping on your side, you're creating pressure to the treated area. For example, if you had a fall and you bruise or scrape the front of your knee, it's difficult to sleep on your tummy or on your front. Same scenario, if you're having treatment done in the face, do not go home and sleep on the face. This may seem logical, but it must be explained. And many times, if you're sleeping on the face, you are changing the results slightly. This is why it's important to use the right tool for the job. Different fillers do different things. One filler does not do everything. Different threads do different things. Sometimes we see thread work where there's 30, 40, and 50 threads being done. Those 30, 40 threads are doing much different than what a single barb 18-gauge thread can do. And that's just a single thread. Education on thread, thread techniques, and different threads must occur because threads are becoming a very popular means of rejuvenating the face. It's a wonderful piece of equipment to use to enhance the facial features, but it comes with a little bit more downtime and a little bit more TLC. All right, that is it on the nose. I'm sure there's going to be so much more questions on the nose. I would definitely answer all the questions if you leave your comments. Until then, this show will always bring you the most up-to-date education and product selection for your rejuvenating needs. Thank you for being a part of Diamond Words Podcast.